This is 5-Minute Friday on Liquid Neural Networks. Like the preceding two weeks for 5-Minute Friday today, I'm having a short 5-minute-ish conversation with a preeminent data science speaker that I met in person at ODSC West in San Francisco. Our guest today is Dr. Adrian Kosofsky, who introduces the concept of liquid neural networks. All right, we're here at Open Data Science West, ODSC West in San Francisco 2022. I'm here live filming with Adrian Kosofsky. He's co-founder and chief product officer at Pathway.com, which is a programming framework that handles streaming data updates. Adrian holds a PhD in computer science from Gdansk University in Poland, which he completed at 20 years old. Uh, and then he went into a research career in Paris at the prestigious Ecole Polytechnique and INRIA, the computer science institute behind many key innovations, including the ubiquitous scikit-learn machine learning library in Python. So Adrian, I am fascinated by bio-inspired machine learning. It's something that I talk about as often as I can in my book, Deep Learning Illustrated. So I like to uh, talk about and learn about connections between biology and machine learning. And that happens to be an area of expertise for you. Um, so there's a particular term that I'm fascinated by and that I know that you're fascinated by, and this is liquid neural networks. So Adrian, what are liquid neural networks and how could they make a real world impact? John, it's a pleasure to be here. Liquid neural networks are a new concept which concerns a certain bio-inspired extension of recurrent neural networks. Cool. The team at MIT behind it was first looking for inspiration at the brain of a very simple worm called C. elegans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very common uh, biological prototype for studying the brain. Indeed, as it is a model organism for many good reasons, one of them is that it has a super simple brain structure. It's simple in that it has very few neurons, only about 300, but also these neurons are very, very simple and act differently than neurons in the human mind. Right, so only 300 neurons in a C. elegans, whereas the human brain has like 80 million or 90 million, that kind of area. Uh, sorry, billion. <laughs> uh, on the order of 90 billion uh, neurons. Uh, so simpler in that sense, but also simpler in terms of uh, structure, yeah. In terms of structure, indeed. So there are some nice studies to compare a single human neuron in terms of computational capacity to actually a pretty large structure in an artificial neural network. You would need something like several thousand artificial neurons to do the same work as a single human neuron does. By contrast, for C. elegans, the neuron is really, really simple. Some, some like to say it's really hydraulic in the sense that it pushes on other neurons that it's connected to rather as, if, as water would push on another, uh, another cell. So uh, the, the structure of the neuron, the behavior of the neuron can be described by a simple set of differential equations which are known, which are easy to describe, and it's tempting to actually try to get an artificial neural network which tries to implement 
a similar dynamics. Cool. So, um, so this liquid neural network idea is related to the bio, the biological inspiration of this C. elegans worm and its hydraulic um, mechanism for uh, for conveying information between brain cells between neurons. Uh, and but it's also a bit of a pun because of the yeah. Explain why it's also a pun. So indeed, uh, the, the two senses in which it's liquid. It's liquid in the sense uh, as that you described that it behaves a bit like liquid pushing, but it, it's also liquid in the sense that the, in the implementation of the learning process of the network, uh, of time is treated as continuous. So for most engineers, the usual way of looking at time is uh, in, in terms of discrete steps where a certain transformation of weights is applied uh, to, to the network. Uh, in this case, we look more at a differential time continuous way of looking at the neural network and apply a special type of learning process based on backpropagation. And now to emphasize, C. elegans does not directly apply backpropagation. Backpropagation is applied in the artificial simulation, which, which is described in particular by liquid neural networks. So we are, we are not, like we are, we are not, when, look, when trying to design mechanisms like this, researchers are not uh, exactly trying to model biology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's impossible, right? Because um, in biology, the worm is, is learning over time Whereas when we apply techniques like backpropagation to learn with machine learning, we're using data that were collected over time, but then we're, uh, but we're forced to move forward in time as we, as we perform backpropagation going backwards over these data points that were collected, but it's not literally, it doesn't, it can't work the same way as it does in C. elegans because the C. elegans is actually learning over time, whereas we're only retrospectively looking at data points that have been recorded as we move forward through time. That's, that's the thing, actually. And uh, it's, it's also something to realize in a much, much broader context that the capabilities of machine learning, which has to be real-time, which is forced to work in a real-time context, are somehow limited, restrained. They don't exactly cover the same models as those that we are used to. So in particular, if we are working with time series data, and a lot, a lot of us are, including ourselves at Pathway, we work with time series data, not, but not with bio-inspired models, of course, but like uh, with, with, with time series data anyway. Uh, the time series uh, comes, at, comes in a way uh, which which sometimes allows to, to look back at it from the beginning in the, in the learning process and sometimes decisions have to be taken immediately. So they're like two different settings uh, with, uh, with, with a different interpretation. Cool. And so sounds fascinating, these liquid neural networks. Um, I love that they're biologically inspired, obviously, uh, even if we can't capture all elements of how uh, biological systems learn. But uh, how could these liquid neural networks make a real difference in the world? How could this revolutionize parts of machine learning? So I guess uh, it's always safest to take small steps 
the, the way this is looking now is that certain inspirations, improvements that have been achieved are influencing new network designs. The, the best practices, the, the speeds up, the little mathematical tricks, seemingly little mathematical tricks, which help to shave off the complexity of, uh, of, of transformations to, uh, to allow for a smoother learning process. So, of course, uh, one of the major challenges uh, in machine learning is related, for example, to how gradients propagate in, in the network, how the change propagates in, in the network. And every little trick, every little mathematical optimization which allows for a smoother realization of this process, that gradients don't zero out, etc., etc., is helpful. So there are many different contexts where we can get inspiration. Cool. Uh, and then, yeah, so like, uh, like, yeah, so we go step by step, take small steps, but like, uh, are there any specific practical applications of this so far? So again, uh, it's looking at time series data. There's also a big, um, a big area which might potentially uh, show show promise in in general purpose models, which is related to. Uh, creating uh, reservoirs, reservoir computing as a kind of pre-processing step to other neural networks, which are used, which use some type of bio-inspired neural network as a way to to perform a pre-processing, a dimensionality increase uh, and, and of, of of the input data. So, a dimensionality increase of the data, so you could have relatively simplistic inputs pass it through a liquid neural network that would uh, increase the number of features that go into a downstream machine learning model. This could be the future of where these models are going. It's, uh, it's definitely not where, where, this, where we are specifically with liquid neural networks. There are other parallel approaches which take similar biological inspirations which are perhaps even closer to this goal. Yeah, cool. All right, well, something to keep an eye on for all of us. Fascinating to learn about it. Thank you so much for taking the time, Adrian to fill us in on this 5-Minute Friday the Super Data Science episode on Liquid Neural Networks. My pleasure, John. Thank you. Okay, that's it for this special guest episode of 5-Minute Friday filmed on-site at ODSC West. We'll be back with another one of these soon. Until next time, keep on rocking it out there, folks, and I'm looking forward to enjoying another round of the Super Data Science podcast with you very soon.